and from the island of Puerto Rico in the Caribbean. I grew up surrounded by nature, hiking through rainforests, exploring beaches, swimming in the ocean, and rolling around in the muddy mangroves. My parents were both in health professions and really influenced my interest in human health and medicine. And over the last few years, I've been more and more interested in the connection between nature and health. I've also been fascinated by stories of discoveries of curative plants in the Amazon rainforest, throughout Asia and across the globe. I was dying to learn more. Specifically, I wanted to understand how ancient practices of traditional healing fit into our contemporary world. I was blessed with the opportunity to go to Hawaii to explore traditional healing in Lao Lapa'au, which means Hawaiian herbal healing. I also wanted to learn about the struggle to keep these cultural practices alive, the role of ancient healing in today's public health system, as well as the core value of traditional medicine in modern life. so excited. I was off on an adventure to find the next big cure. I was expecting to discover powerful Hawaiian herbs that would magically heal illnesses. But what I found was actually a much simpler truth. Yet this simplicity, when looked into further, was far more complex in nature. I dove in and searched for answers in the public health system, the hospitals, the healers, and the people. Kumu Dane Silva is a traditional La'au Lapa'au healer and Lomi Lomi practitioner, which is a sort of Hawaiian massage and physical therapy. He is one of the most widely known and well-respected healers on Big Island and works to perpetuate native healing knowledge through future generations. Kumu Dane's invaluable expertise in plant medicine and traditional healing ranges far beyond the norm. While healers throughout the islands have passed on traditions through many generations, some healers have a more transcendental understanding, an innate knowledge. Kumudain has this intuition. He is able to feel the energy associated with a plant and know that it's important. He told me a story about a time when he stopped to gather a special plant an herb largely considered a weed throughout Hawaii and not traditionally used for any type of medicine or healing, yet he knew it was important. However, he didn't know for what. A few weeks later, a patient suffered from an illness that didn't have a known remedy, and Dane decided he would use the one plant that he had gathered and make a poultice out of it. He gave the medicine to the patient, and a few days later, the patient was healed. This miraculous ability to know, to just know by feeling, this is what true healing is about. It centers on a strong connection with the natural world and spirituality, and the ability to be open and listen to the world around us. 
This idea is fundamental to the traditional medicine approach and how ancient Hawaiians lived their lives. There are individual healers who possess this gift of insight, like Dane. A lot of traditional healing remains within the genealogy or a tight-knit community. But now, more than ever, there are organizations and institutions all over Hawaii that have worked to increase access of traditional Hawaiian healing to Hawaiians throughout the islands. One of these special places is the Waianae Coast Health Center on Oahu, one of the most inspiring centers I visited on my quest. This health center has a fully integrated traditional healing center with experienced practitioners that offer traditional methods such as lomi lomi and laolapa'au for the patients who prefer Hawaiian healing methods to the Western medicine practices. They've also worked to integrate both forms of medicine so that they can complement each other and patients can benefit from both. It was the most peaceful human structure I encountered in Hawaii. The buildings looked like Zen wooden lodges, surrounded by trees, with these nature walking paths winding between the departments. The paths were complete with ancient petroglyphs, tidbits of Hawaiian history and culture, wooden benches, palm tree huts, and spots for relaxation, ideal for a moment of meditation to appreciate nature and life. The center had a stunning view of the west coast of Oahu and its magnificent sunsets. All around you could hear a melody of bird songs, while in the distance the waves crashed against the rocks on the shore. It was in this surreal setting that I encountered Helen, a Lomi Lomi healer at the healing center in Waianae Coast. She talked about the important connection between nature and health by describing our relationship with the ocean, something that I felt personally strong about, since I myself derive peace and balance from the ocean. I feel that I need to be near the ocean in order to keep my life right. Helen shares some similar views. We've learned how to use the ocean, the, the waves, everything, the whole element around the ocean to heal ourselves. Because you know the ocean, if you go in its deepest depths, it's very peaceful. And you know the creatures there live in harmony. You know, and you know it's a even just think about it. It's a beautiful place. God created a place that was very peaceful, and it, you know, in the harmony there, and it's very quiet. And you know, when you go in the ocean, you feel the waves coming in, you feel the waves going out. You know, and for us is, when the wave coming in, you just draw in that peace that God has there for, you know, for those creatures and for us. When it goes out, like, oh, or whatever you can, you know, through any issues, they let it go to the water. Helen put into words the emotions and associations I had felt throughout my life in my relationship with the ocean, but had never clearly distilled. It was so obvious now. I was digging around for the key to health, expecting some revolutionary Hawaiian herb or an ancient secret. But I found out that the truth was actually much simpler. Yet simple isn't necessarily easy to come by. 
traditional healing because you know a lot of people walk in for lomi lomi and they're having aches and pains and everything is wrong with them and i always look at them i said are you enjoying life <laughs> and they look at me actually how are you enjoying life in my soul i said that's it i said if you was enjoying life even what you do that makes you sore would it make you sore <laughs>
and having a wonderful time picking the ripest noni fruit in the gardens. It was kind of a funny experience because noni is notorious for being particularly pungent, and my friend Amy kept referencing the smelly feet aroma that surrounded us. Anyway, when we returned, our auntie told us that she was sure it was definitely going to be an excellent batch of noni juice because we were so joyful during our gathering. just had the experience of gathering fruit for medicine, which I thought was a key critical component of herbal healing. But the reality was that the manner in which the fruit was collected was just as important, if not more. Energy and emotions are also an important part of the healing process and can affect the outcome. In order to practice healing well, you have to put in positive energy, happiness, and good intentions. Auntie exposed me to this deep truism but it wasn't until Kauai, one of the older Hawaiian islands, where I really began to understand its immensity. Laukahea is the Hawaiian modality of spiritual healing, a healing that transcends the physical. I witnessed this. The healers sat in a circle and looked like they were about to meditate. I was invited in, sat in my most Zen Buddhist position, and closed my eyes along with them, being sure to control my breathing and clear my mind as I had been previously taught by Buddhist monks skilled in meditation. It was familiar territory, I thought, but as soon as the meditation was over, I quickly learned I was terribly mistaken. It was entirely unfamiliar grounds, almost unfathomable concepts, and an experience that I had never even heard of. The healers had just collectively had an out-of-body experience where their spirits entered another world and connected. They were able to visit different islands, do things, and fly. She says, close your eyes and then visualize yourself running up this mountain. We're sitting right at the base of this mountain. So visualize yourself going up the mountain. I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. I can see the mountain going up it. She said, I'll start running. So I'm starting running in my head. I'm and I'm getting a kick out of this. I'm having fun with it. And he said, now jump straight up as high as you can into the clouds. As soon as I do that, I, f I feel like I'm in this other world, this other place. And I had this moment of realization, like, I'm flying. You know, like, really, I'm flying. So I take off. was beyond me, and I immediately understood that I might not ever entirely comprehend what had just happened. Not fully. Maybe they're able to do this because it is deeply ingrained in their ancestry, and I, 
I, on the other hand, am not Hawaiian. Innately linked to spirituality is the importance of identity. In Kauai, the connection between identity and well-being was emphasized as a core component of human health. The healers discussed how we need to look within ourselves first, heal ourselves, understand who we are and where we come from, in order to truly comprehend our place in life. First thing they gotta do is heal themselves. They gotta learn, they gotta heal themselves, they gotta forgive themselves, forgive others, love yourself, find your identity, stick to your identity, you know, understand where you come from, and just believe. Hard because you Western society and people as a whole, they can play tricks on your mind, you know, you tend to believe that, but you gotta be strong and stick to your beliefs and just have that faith. And you gotta have that that warrior spirit in you that willing to fight for the things that are right and not back down. You gotta be balanced. The value of identity is linked to the importance of pono in health. The Hawaiian word pono does not translate to any specific English word. It means many things. Balance, righteousness, goodwill, virtuosity, correctness, peace. In my view, to live pono is to live in a way such that your emotions, your thoughts, your values, and your actions are all aligned and harmonious. In the traditional practice of Ho'oponopono, the wrongs and misgivings are brought to light, and a resolution is sought out through conversation and forgiveness. Ho'oponopono means to make right. Pono means balance, yeah, and it doesn't mean like a 50-50 balance. It can mean, you know, like a, you know, 60-40 or 70-30. You just got to balance your life and you, you got to bring yourself to Pono, which is balancing your physical, mental, as well as spiritual being, yeah. So it's not so much you being right or correct or that you're a judge, but it has more to do with with having a balanced understanding of what is the best, best path you have to take. Throughout this journey across a series of islands that were often strikingly similar to my little home island, Puerto Rico, I began to understand the significance of balance and identity and looking to the source. Talking to the elders and aunties actually made me feel guilty every single time. Every single time they asked me why I was researching the traditions of Hawaii instead of those of the people of Puerto Rico. I did not know what to say. I just knew that Hawaii was important to me and I felt an inexplicable and powerful connection to the land and to the people. This exploration in a distant land far across the Pacific Ocean in the depths of the Hawaiian rainforests. This exploration taught me the importance of searching within. It is this separation, this forced reflection, that has compelled me to return to my own island, to complete this quest for knowledge, look further into my genealogy, into my people, to find out exactly what healing traditions still exist, and what is truly necessary to live bono, for me. My journey in Hawaii culminated with an epic hike to Kalau Valley. 
The healers insisted I embark on this adventure to truly understand what it meant to be connected to life. It was in this hike that everything came together. I went alone. I was often the only person on the trail for miles, and I relished it. It was a time of careful reflection. For 11 miles, I was entirely immersed in nature. I harvested fruit. I got a cut on my finger and I knew exactly which leaves to mash and place on my injury. I examined everything, touched it, smelled it. I had never felt more connected to the reality of the world around me than when I left my reality to experience raw and unhindered truth. I had never felt healthier. I was balanced. I was at peace. I was part of this vibrant natural world. I was alive. Mahalo ena akua.